Love some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, it's Summit Week. If you can believe it, all the preparation, all the work for an entire year comes down to this week here in Denver, Colorado. The 2023 Western Conservative Summit, now in its 14th year, has brought over 500 nationally renowned conservative leaders to the region. This year, we'll have over 50 60 partnering organizations, wonderful organizations that have come alongside to support this great event. Groups like Americans for Prosperity, the Heritage Foundation, Alliance Defending Freedom, Turning Point USA. The list goes on and on and on. Standing for Freedom Center out of Liberty Universities joining with us, Wyoming Family Alliance, AMAC Leadership Institute. Like I said, a lot of organizations. And then we get about 50 nationally renowned speakers that leave the Beltway and come join us out West. This was all started 14 years ago by then president of Colorado Christian University, former U.S. Senator Bill Armstrong, and then director of the Centennial Institute and former president of the Senate, John Andrews, put this all together. And I've asked the godfather, the Yoda, to come on the show and share with us how this whole thing got put together. John Andrews, thanks so much for being on the show. Hey, Jeff, great to be with you today. You sound fully caffeinated and and ready for uh, that uh, endless eight-second, shall we say, uh, bull ride that is uh, chairing the Western Conservative Summit. I know the feeling very well, having done it uh, six times, 2010 through 2015, and Goodness, uh, this is this is number eight for you. You you got it in the groove, but I make the analogy to eight seconds sitting on a a, a bull uh, in the rodeo arena because uh, the the pressure's on uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, you as chairman, and yet you've been so well prepared. And the uh, Western Conservative Summit brand uh, is is uh, known and respected uh, truly from coast to coast and throughout this region. I'm interested to learn more about uh, your your regional outreach with delegations from other states to to realize more fully and deeply the the Western uh, distinctiveness of the summit that Bill Armstrong and I originally envisioned back in 2010. Yeah, and you know I saw this going through the paperwork, so I took I took over for John Andrews in late 2015. So my first summit was 2016, and I was going through the paperwork, and I noticed that Bill. Had hosted, and I don't know if you were part of it, but prior to the summit, I think it was the year before 2009, he had invited legislators to the campus of Colorado Christian University for a bit of a of, of a policy conversation, a policy briefing. And I always wondered, did that kind of lay the groundwork in his mind and maybe your mind for the creation of the summit, which reaches out to the general public? This is one. This is a very important part of the of the Western Conservative Summit that. I always emphasize that this isn't just a gathering of high-minded uh, policy experts. It's a grassroots and policy-minded discussion. We get everybody together. It's what makes the summit very unique. But going back to the original history, how did you guys think of putting this together? 
we did do a, a, a regional legislator in 2009, the first year of the Jeff, and uh, the Western Conservative Summit hadn't been uh, thought of as yet. Uh, take you back to uh, February 2010. The Tea Party movement is uh, is uh, boiling across the country. The, the frustration with the Democrat president, Barack Obama, and a Democrat dominated, dominated the U.S. House and Senate was uh, that frustration was was uh, mounting by the day. And uh, in February 2020 or 2010, uh, Bill Armstrong came to me one day and he, he said that he had been watching some of the coverage out of Washington, D.C. of the Conservative Political Action Conference, the wonderful old CPAC that's been around since Reagan days and before back to the 70s. Bill said, why don't we raise the flag here in the West for conservatives of the, the Western states uh, with the, the independent-minded, self-reliant, uh, uh, community-cherishing, uh, traditional values of, of the West, uh, a naturally conservative region of our country. Bill Armstrong says, what about a gathering for that, John? And this is February going into March 2010. I said, that sounds great, boss. Let's do it in 2011. It'll give us uh, 12 months plus to prepare. We've got to rent the venue. We've got to uh, remind uh, national speakers that it's worth a trip to Denver. Let's do this in uh, in 2011. And Bill Armstrong, with his infectious can-do uh, spirit, one of his, his favorite uh, statements was, oh, that wouldn't be any fun. That's what he hit me with. Oh, John, that wouldn't be any fun. Let's put it on this summer, he says, with a three or four months lead time. So we scrambled. We rented a venue at the Marriott Hotel uh, down by Park Meadows and Lone Tree in Douglas County off of I-25. We thought we'd be lucky to get three or 400 people. As it turned out, we had 700 people. and The place was bursting at the seams. Some of the uh, important conservative uh, victories and takeaways of congressional seats that Colorado achieved that year from the conservative Republican side uh, started actually to gestate at the summit in the summer of, uh, of uh, 2010, uh, down there in Lone Tree. We put out something called the Lone Tree Declaration. It became quite funny because Bill Armstrong said, John, let's give delegates to the summit something to sign by sort of doing a Magna Carta moment of saying this is what we believe. And I said, great, let's call it the Lone Tree Declaration. Well, when the media picked it up, uh, some of the elected officials in Lone Tree, leaning more to the liberal progressive Democrat side, said, don't identify our community with your crazy conservatism. <laughs> uh, naturally, uh, you know very well, uh, to be attacked in the media, uh, sometimes they're doing us a big favor. So we had we had some laughs about the uh, the ripples of publicity that emanated from the, the Lone Tree Declaration of 2010. Uh, and uh, then it just the snowball gathered from there. Uh, and as you said, now looking back from uh, the vantage point of this being the 14th summit, 500 terrific speakers uh, representing a combination, as you just said, of a, a policy and political uh, top top level players, but also the grassroots uh, citizens, concerned conservatives that make the whole thing go. It is amazing what you all have achieved, and you you quickly outgrew that. You've been almost entirely downtown since then. I remember my first year was 2012, and I often joke I, I couldn't even afford a ticket. So my first experience at the Western Conservative Summit was working the booth for the Mitt Romney campaign, registering people to vote, and I could only stand at the door and peek in 
to see what was happening inside the Western Conservative Summit. So, John, you and... Uh, Jeff, you pay, go ahead. You, pay, you, you paid your dues. <laughs> now the reward comes. So, John, you and Bill set out to do this, and it was always kind of part of the mission of Colorado Christian University, right? And the idea of a university that's impacting culture. You never really sought to separate this from the university. It was part of the vision of the university. Is that correct? Well, yeah, sure. The, the strategic objectives or uh, strategic priorities, as the university now calls them, a, a dozen or so, uh, core beliefs and convictions that guide Colorado University, Christian University. One of, one of those uh, core convictions uh, and aspirations is to, uh, to be, uh, a, uh, as it were, a, a citizen of, of our community, our state, and our nation uh, to, uh, for the university to raise its voice for the, the things that, that will always be true, that have been true uh, for thousands of years. Uh, really, when you look back at our heritage, from the, uh, the the spiritual heritage of Jerusalem and the the political heritage of Athens and Rome, philosophical heritage, and uh, uh, distilling all that down to how do we govern ourselves uh, responsibly, uh, effectively as as free people, but people also of compassion, of caring, of commitment to not just individualism but to community, and, and to try to define some concrete answers, not to play politics and and say. Uh, we're, we're not partisan for one side or the other, or we're here to get uh, elections won. If that's a byproduct, oh, so much the better. As I mentioned, we, we were part, I'd like to think, in the very first summit in 2010, part of taking away two congressional seats uh, in the state, uh, uh, turning out incumbents as part of the Tea Party wave of 2010 that went national. Uh, we were glad to do that, uh, and yet maintaining the nonpartisan stance of, of the university. But uh, if the if, if the so-called ivory tower approach to a university is as far as it goes, uh, that would be tragic because the, the heritage of our country is in some ways uh, uh, in the keeping under the stewardship of universities and colleges. Uh, there's a big debate about what that heritage means, but Colorado Christian University is pretty clear that it means what the founders uh, set forth in the Declaration of Independence and then a framework of self-government in the Constitution and Bill of Rights. Bringing that into today, 2010, 2011, 2012, now 2023, what are the challenges of this year and how do those timeless principles apply to the the, the timely current issues that we decide as a free people? We're That's the excitement of this, of this weekend of the summit in, in 2014 is that uh, 2013, 2023, John, look at the calendar, 2023, <laughs> 14 years, tripping over my tongue, Jeff, but the big decisions are to be made uh, uh, by Americans uh, in uh, next year, and uh, the stage is being set this year, and, and uh, it's, it's great that uh, a, a once uh, obscure little Denver Bible Institute um, of, of 1914 and its founding has now cast a long shadow, na- truly nationwide and beyond, through the Western Conservative Summit. We're talking with John Andrews, the founder of the Western Conservatives Summit, along with then CCU President Bill Armstrong. When we come back, I'm going to ask John about some of his favorite stories. He had a wonderful staff, Jeannie Edwards, this brilliant creative mind who put together these flash mobs and these choirs. It was so much fun to watch. So I'm going to ask John, what does he remember from his six years leading the Western Conservative Summit? You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour. We'll be right back.